You're listening to the Mike Hosking Breakfast Podcast from Newstalk ZB. So the Rob Campbell drama dragged through yesterday and into today because his role at the Environmental Protection Agency seems to be coming to an end, but the minister in charge of that agency, David Parker, is also the Attorney-General. He needs, apparently, to tick a few more boxes than Aisha Beryl did before he goes ahead and sacks Campbell on this. Anyway, former MP Peter Dunn's with us on this. Peter, morning to you. Good morning, Mike. How's this been handled? Well, I think from the government's point of view, they've handled it as best they could. I think from Campbell's point of view, it's been a remarkable act of self-immolation. He he was an experienced director. He knew the game. He knew the rules. He must have known he was playing with fire when he published those comments at the weekend. Presumably, you sack him from the EPA, given he's been sacked from health. I think it would be remarkably inconsistent not to do so. I think the interesting thing is the point you alluded to, though, that the process for dismissing him from the EPA is more protracted because the minister happens to be the Attorney-General than it was for uh, dismissal from the, the Health New Zealand role because it was the Minister of Health. I think that raises a little bit of a question about process. OK. In what in what way? Why is it so complicated? Well, why is it so complicated for the second one when it was more straightforward for the first one? Yeah. Uh, does, does, does the Attorney-General require a higher standard of proof, if you like, than the Minister of Health does? I think that's a, a legitimate question. But having said all of that, I think that... Uh, for Campbell to argue that he, he, he was blindsided, he was just simply speaking out as a private citizen, not as a government official, I think is either deliberately naive or mischievous. Having said that, they knew what they were getting into. So yes, you blame Campbell for mouthing off, but you've got to blame Andrew Little, who's a union mate from way back, for putting him there in the first place, because he comes with form, doesn't he? Absolutely. I think that, that does raise the issue of, of a lot of, if you like, political cronyism. And uh, there seems to be a very strong view, as it is with all governments, that you appoint people to jobs and they'll do what you expect. Campbell's broken the mould in that regard. He's broken it so spectacularly it's hard to ignore his transgressions, hence he goes. But I, I don't think the whole process comes out looking, looking wonderful. No, indeed not. How much of a victim of election year is he? In other words, in a different year they may not have acted quite as decisively, but with a new Prime Minister who is desperate to get re-elected, they'll just solve all problems as quickly as possible. I think there's a lot to that. And I think it's interesting that Campbell's making the point, and he, it appears from what he's been saying that he's been making this for some time, that he's at variance with any winding back of co-governance plans by government. So you, you add in a, po- a policy clash that was internalised, it then becomes public. A government that, that, that's wanting to be seen to be backing away from that policy anyway, mm. uh, he was an embarrassment and he had to go. Just a wider view on what we've just been talking about in Hawke's Bay. So it starts off well for Hipkins. The high-vis vests are out. They're, they're rolling out their disaster recovery and it's all turned to crap within a week. Is this old labour and have they got a problem? They've got a problem, and I think the problem is because of the nature of the circumstances. Uh, you know, if, if you p- compare it to the pandemic, Durham was able to close the borders and lock people down to get compliance and to get on top of things. Hipkins doesn't have that luxury. You can't lock down a cyclone and tell, tell us it can't cross the borders. So he's now got the real problem of people's livelihoods and businesses who are at risk and who everyone expects their job and their business will be restored tomorrow. Tough decisions are going to have to be made that's going to mean winners and losers. The losers are going to be angry and they're going to blame the Prime Minister. Always a pleasure to have you on the programme, Peter. Peter Dunn, political commentator. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.